Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. It's been cold today. Uh, Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. By the way, just a quick thing. There might be some rain Friday night. Alan Strum said there's a fairly significant storm coming like Monday to Tuesday. So just kind of have that on your be aware uh, notes or whatever. Lisa Newell is publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. Uh, she joins us every Thursday this time to preview what's in the paper. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's beautiful and sunny this morning, although a little bit chilly, but still beautiful. We're, we're really happy to see such a beautiful day. I'll take and it. And we are preparing for those big storms. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so uh, one of our main stories is that in Gulf Breeze High School, if you walk in, you've got a new mural to greet you. And it looks almost like you're wading into beautiful blue water. Uh, it was cool. painted by a former uh, 2004 graduate. His name is Amanda Burkett. And she went in there and painted this beautiful vision. It looks like about five feet of water, and you see a pier over you, and inside the water you see all these dolphins frolicking, and it is just so realistic. It's beautiful. Oh, man. And very, very cool. Oh, I'm looking on your your website, and that looks amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It is. and It is amazing. Yes, you did a great job, and it's going to be just jaw-dropping when the kids come, come back to school. So... Uh, so yeah, really, really nice, really nice refresh that was commissioned by our former principal, Danny Brothers. Okay. Before he retired at the end of the year, so now we've got a new principal, and uh, so just a whole new, whole new ball game over there at Gulf Breeze High School. That's cool. No, I, I'm a big fan of public art. I love murals. I love going around town and finding all the different ones, and I love the like you know they paint the parking spaces every year for the seniors and all that. So no, that's really, really neat. Oh, it's amazing. You guys also have yes, a story. It is. It is. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're right. We also have a story about something happening that happened January 1st, and it was the elimination of a 2,500-foot buffer between a, 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 a establishment that sells alcoholic beverages and a church or a school. Now, that just does not apply to um, certain restaurants, but it could mean that there would be a lot more entertainment uh, options coming to South Santa Rosa County such as could be a bowling alley, could be a brew pub, could be a wine bar, uh, could be a top golf. I mean, things like that that serve alcohol suddenly don't have to worry about this 2,500-foot uh, buffer and, um, you know, that would restrict them from, from having a place. One of the main reasons that it was done, uh, our county commissioner, Colton Wright, for District 5, was concerned because the American Legion post was trying to find a new location right. and everywhere that they would find it was suitable. They would say, well, you know, you're within 50 feet of a church or a school. And even if the church or school said, it's okay, we don't care. Uh, the, the rules are the rules. Right. So, and the problem is in South Santa Rosa County, you don't really have anything but highway 98. We're a peninsula. There's neighborhoods on both sides of the street. So all you have is highway 98 for everything. So therefore, it was really restrictive, and um, so. But one thing for sure, and this is very reassuring, 
there will be no strip clubs or anything like that. That's <laughs> right. already outlawed in the state, in the county rules. So we don't have to worry about that kind of entertainment. Yeah, um, you're not going to have uh, any of the names you know from Pensacola doing anything like that on Highway 98. But yeah, the American Legion Post 378 being able to finally find a, a different place after they're having to leave their current space. That's a very good news item. And as you say, it's so built out that uh, it had been such a prohibition because of the number of churches and schools that there was basically nowhere else to, to do this kind of stuff. So I think that's a good news note. You also have a story. Is it today that Brandon Adelot is going to be in the hearing to decide whether he's going to stay in the mental health facility or be released back into society? Is that right? He will have a court date today. However, it won't be until around March that they make the final determination. Okay. I uh, spoke to one of the assistant um, assistant DAs or um, what do you call them, state attorneys, and he was telling me that uh, most of this is up to the to the state hospital, the doctors at the state hospital, and they have already released him or taken him from a um, the most secure at the Florida State Hospital to a lesser secure. And so what they are now proposing is that he would be released. If he were to be released, he would go to a residential facility that would also have different levels of security, you know, starting with the most uh, stringent. And then, you know, as he progressed, uh, he would be, you know, uh, less stringent, less stringent. Uh, so it would not be he would be let go into the population. Okay. So but there's, I do have, there's I, no, I, that's what I was unclear about. I just want to make sure. So there, there's nothing on the table to release him back into society entirely. Is that correct as far as you know? Well, until he was, you know, I, I went through all of these different processes. That's what okay. uh, the uh, okay. state assistant attorney told me. But so a lot of people, their listeners may not understand, Brandon Adelot, uh was diagnosed with schizophrenia and he murdered his mother uh, on Christmas Eve 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, brutally attacked her and murdered her. And um, he has been in Florida State Hospital ever since. So that was 10 years ago. He is now 27 years old. Um, and yeah, I'm sure that he's on lots of medication. And of course, I'm sure that part of the conditions of him being released would be that he continues to stay on his medication. But the doctors are the ones who have the control, and they will be presenting their case. Uh, but I think today is just going to be kind of a very small, um, you know, just I don't know what you call it. But they just go to before the judge. But the actual where they make the decision will not be until all the case files have been reviewed, and that will be in March. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of people. Uh, some may disagree with him, but I think an awful lot of people are just dumbfounded based on the just violent, awful nature of this particular attack, even with the explanation of schizophrenia and hearing voices and, you know, the rules that we have about being able to ha- be held accountable for your actions. It's just it's hard to process that somebody could be anywhere close to the kind of low level security that might eventually be on the path for him or even out into society. It just it's. It's unfathomable. You know, we want to be compassionate and merciful, but at the same time, it's uh, it's, uh, it's frustrating. Anyway, uh, you also have a big story about the year in review, of course, and Splash is inside, so the paper's full of all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Lisa Newell's publisher of the Gulf Breeze News comes out every Thursday. Lisa, thanks so much for the time. Thanks for keeping us informed. We'll talk to you next week. Wonderful, and I hope to see you in the breeze, Andrew. Oh, yes, ma'am. 817 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. 
Okay, uh, Highway 98, if you're headed eastbound into Navarre this morning in front of the Topps Burgers, we have a vehicle crash being cleared at the moment. Crews are on the scene, so just use caution getting through there. I-10 eastbound after Pine Forest has cleared up. Uh, thank you for all your texts and calls through the traffic tip line. You can always let us know what's happening, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. So in the past, if you were a business and you needed to go get a video on TV, what would you do? You'd call the TV station, they'd send a crew out, they'd shoot some video, some film, they'd go back, they'd edit it, they'd make your minute or your 30-second spot, and then they'd air it when you paid them to air it, and they would own that product. And if you wanted to go to a different TV station, you'd do the same process for them. Maybe you'd hire an outside video production company. That's always very, very expensive. Well, that's the old way. These days, with more and more need to have video, for example, on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or TV or whatever, you know, the need to do this inexpensively and then to own the material and to be able to change it if you need to is ever more important. Well, that's where Pelican Drones comes in. That's what they do. They shoot aerial photo, you know, video, but they'll also do ground base and they do it for all kinds of major local companies that you have all heard of. So whether you're trying to market an Airbnb or your restaurant or anything else, Pelican Drones is a comprehensive video production service. And when they're done, you own it. So you can do with it whatever you want and use it however you like to do. Find out more at pelicandrones.com. Ho, ho, ho! The Christmas magic doesn't stop at Jim's Firearms. Hope you had a fantastic holiday season. At Jim's Firearms, they're bringing you a second Christmas. A chance to add a little extra firepower. Elevate your shooting experience and turn those gift cards into something that packs a punch. Upgrade your arsenal with cutting-edge firearms, precise optics, and top-of-the-line accessories. Make this second Christmas one to remember. Jim's Firearms is at the corner of Blue Angel Parkway and Sorrento Road. And online at jimsfirearms.net. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out this morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Shut up. I don't shut, shut up. up. I, I grow, grow up. up. And when I look at you, I throw up. interesting story, at least interesting to me, is that you have a priest, an Italian priest, is now being excommunicated by the Pope because uh, he slandered the Pope in a mass. Story is, uh, Italian Catholic priest uh, publicly committed an act of schismatic nature while celebrating mass at his parish near Livorno in Italy. The priest, Father Ramon Giedetti, I'm 
sure it's wrong. Uh, dedicated his homily on New Year's Eve to mark it, marking the anniversary of the death of Pope Benedict XVI, of course, the predecessor to Pope Francis, uh, whom he called the true pope, who never fled the bark of Peter. 20-minute homily, 48-year-old priest detailed the qualities of real priests and cardinals versus those who side with uh, Bergoglio. He doesn't like to call him Pope Francis because he doesn't honor him as the real pope because Bergoglio is his, you know, given name. And his mercenaries, he said the see, that's the seat of Peter, is occupied by a Masonic Jesuit tied to a group of globalists and anti-pope usurper. See, when you first hear the story, Pope excommunicates a, a priest for slandering him, you think, I mean, how bad could it be? <laughs> You know, bad, pretty bad. The uh, bishop declared that uh, Jadetti had incurred automatic excommunication according to canon uh, law and dealing with offenses against the faith and the unity of the church. And um, he uh, he had praised, let's see, uh, let's see, in his homily, he had praised uh, another previous priest, calling him a pioneer and being faithful to Christ and being willing to die for the church. This previous priest, Minatella, had been excommunicated in 2018 for spreading heresy and schism and uh, continues to go on speaking tours and host a web radio program declaring Pope Francis as the anti-Pope. So my, my one thought about this is uh, if you're the Pope, you have a certain level of obligation to make sure that the people leading all of your congregations are within some kind of boundary in unity with the faith, right? I mean, if these are the people who are, for example, you know, dispensing communion, uh, you, you can't be giving the Eucharist to celebrate the unity of the body of Christ as you're declaring that the body of Christ is cut in half between a real pope and a fake pope, right? I mean, it's just, he's right. At the same time, I felt like excommunication was a step too far, frankly. I'm not a Catholic, so I can't speak too much of the details on that, but it seems to me like declaring him excommunicate from the faith entirely is not necessary for simply removing him from the pastorate, right? You could take away his church and then maybe stay, well, we're going to work on him for his, because I don't know, just, it seemed like that extra step was unnecessary, but we do see a pattern. I mean, we see a pattern where this Pope is cracking down on dissidents of all different kinds. You've seen it with the uh, social conservatives, and now you're seeing it in this particular case. 824 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? A drone strike on Iranian-backed militia headquarters in Baghdad has killed at least four militants. Authorities there say at least six other people were also wounded when the rockets struck the building used by the militia group. A spokesperson for the group uh, has accused the U.S. of carrying out that attack and says they plan to retaliate. Israel now says it's destroyed the tunnels under Gaza City's sprawling Shifa Hospital complex. The IDF raided that facility in November as it searched for an alleged Hamas command center. U.S. officials have said they're confident that Hamas used that hospital to hold hostages. And, uh, Andrew, if you'd like to see Elvis in concert, he'll be apparently making his debut in London soon. Uh, but, I'm waiting for more information. Well, apparently it won't be the actual. It'll be an AI hologram. Oh, you had yeah. me there for a second. I know. Dang I know it, you thought right, maybe whatever. it was possible. Uh, British company Layered Reality says their new show, Elvis Evolution, uses artificial intelligence and new groundbreaking holographic technology to recreate the impact of seeing Elvis Live for a whole new generation of fans. Actually, holograph or not, that sounds like it'd be kind of cool. It does sound like it'd be a lot of fun. Um, question for the audience. Question for you, David. How old do you think of Elvis when you think of Elvis? What age? Ooh. 40? Like Forrest Gump age. 40? Yeah, well, what was that? About 40 Something probably, like that, yeah. right? How old would Elvis be if he were alive? And, uh, I mean, obviously I know he is hiding out in Venezuela or whatever, but, you know, or the aliens have him or whatever. But, you know, 
in real world land, how old would Elvis be if he were alive? Anybody know? Oh, boy. Uh, 88 going 89 okay. in, on January 8th. Okay. Ooh. So he could run for president. <laughs> He's almost. Almost, almost old enough to be president. That's right. <laughs> oh, you guys are the Sorry. best. I love you so much. 825 on uh, Radio 92.3. Mm. Oh, man. This is a good one. You got me. Hey, I got a good one now, yeah. man. Jake's got, Jake's got Dude, traffic on the fives. To make you laugh, that that is a compliment to myself. <laughs> I will tap myself on the back. All right. Uh, we are looking still at 98 eastbound going into Navarre uh, in front of... Uh, circle k gas station do not say it again i'm not i hear that there's a place you could eat there i'm not i'm he, not all sure morning he keeps talking about how it's by the tops and he got texting and i said the same thing like, stop mentioning tops we are all hungry enough for good hamburgers stop uh, it breakfast burgers um uh, other than that uh, i don't see anything on the map slowing you down no major accidents reported by fhp uh looks like headed through tiger point you're looking good heading out of milton through pace on highway 90 flowing smoothly highway 29 south through cantonment no issues if you see anything 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives it's over there by the the aloha grill uh going away from uh (laughs) oh man (laughs) moving away from pedro's and uh pretty soon you'll be seeing the whataburger on your drive like stop it man it's hard enough already hey if you're 64 turning 65 you're gonna make some changes in your insurance you're gonna go from being on your private plan your worker plan that you've been on all your life and you're gonna switch over to medicare it's a very easy thing, but it can feel like a big, scary transition, especially because, and this is the sad truth of it, is you're probably getting phone calls, you're probably getting maybe emails or letters in the mail, making it seem like this is some big, scary thing and worrying you, when in fact it's actually very straightforward. Call my friend Ricky Stewart. She's got an insurance agency, and this is entirely what she deals with. Her whole family does all kinds of insurance. This is the slice that she does. I've known her the whole time that we've lived here. She's just... She really is wonderful. You'll love her. But, you know, you got questions about supplement. You got questions about, you know, Medicare Advantage, about prescription drugs, about Medicaid. You know, does that apply to me? How does that work? She'll answer all of them. Very easy. She has done so for many other listeners just like you. 341-2185 for Ricky Stewart Insurance. Um, This is, I'm kind of reluctant to get into this too much on short time, but I'm going to give it to you. This was, I warn you, this is a, this is a pretty serious subject, okay? This is kind of an adult subject. Um, it involves a crime that involves, you know, bad, bad, bad behavior against a woman. Um, so I'm going to let the news tell you the story, and then I'll give you my analysis. Police are investigating the first case of rape in the metaverse. A child under the age of 16 was attacked in a virtual reality video game. Officers say she suffered the same psychological and emotional trauma as someone who'd been raped in the real world. Is this a good use of police time, the metaverse? Home Secretary. We're talking about a child here, and a child has gone through a sexual trauma, and it will it will have had a very significant psychological uh, uh, effect. We should be very careful mm. about being dismissive of this. So that's the UK Home Secretary talking to a reporter about whether charging people who through their avatars allegedly gang raped a girl's avatar she's under 16 in the metaverse this is an atrocious story but it really raises the question of what kinds of behavior are we going to call criminal inside the fictional make-believe world of the metaverse because I hate to be the guy who says, no, don't pursue virtual rapists, but pretty much everything that you do in video games is a violation of social norms. 
I mean, you don't have to look at Grand Theft Auto to see this being so obvious. First-person shooter games involve you doing what? Mass murder. Well, it's justified because your mission is noble. I mean, sometimes, sometimes not. But, you know, part of the escapism of video games is precisely that you're engaging in behavior that you could and would never do in real life. You're never going to drive like that in real life, right? I hope. You're never going to. And so this problem of, you know, psychological trauma being done to the victim of a virtual crime is really dicey territory. I want to be sympathetic to the claims. I certainly don't want to be the guy that condones anything like this, but that is the nature of video games at their base. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A U.S. airstrike kills an Iraqi militia leader in Baghdad believed responsible for attacks on American troops. Groups linked to Iran have been blamed for well over 100 attempted attacks on U.S. forces in the past three months. The strike killed two people, including a high-ranking commander. Iraq's not happy about what it calls an unjustified violation of its sovereignty. Fox's Jonathan Savage. A first batch of documents is unsealed from a 2015 lawsuit against the late sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's accomplice, Glenn Maxwell. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. The documents largely mention big names that had already been known, including former presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, as well as Britain's Prince Andrew and late former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson. Many of those listed have not been accused of wrongdoing. Others deny it. Maxwell is serving a 20-year prison term. Epstein was determined to have killed himself in jail awaiting trial in 2019. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92.3 Sunshine. Right now, 36 degrees in Pensacola. The person chosen, the person chosen to be the new executive director of the Escambia Children's Trust is now asking for more money to take the job. The Children's Trust Board voted to offer Lindsey Cannon that job last month. She was offered a $120,000 per year salary. Uh, she counteroffered for $125,000. Our recommendation as the personnel committee was to accept both of those proposals or negotiated points on her part, which would be to accept her request for a 4% increase in her salary. That is Dr. Rex Northrup, and he talked with Channel 3. Northrup and two other members of the trust's personnel committee say they are recommending approving that request. The money would come from uh, money allotted for paying moving expenses for the new executive director, which Cannon wouldn't need because she already lives here. Uh, Cannon's request will now have to be approved by the Children's Trust Board at their next meeting. That'll be on January 10th. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says there's been some movement lately on hiring a new city attorney. So we actually had a little progress uh, in, in the last few weeks. Uh, just had an interview. Um, I guess what I can say is you know, we expect there to be some movement on that uh, in, the, in the coming days. That's probably the extent of what I can tell you. There had been some criticism in recent weeks, mainly from a former city councilwoman, Sherry Myers, that the city's been without, without an attorney since Charlie Pepler resigned in March. Reeves says the process has taken longer than they'd like, but it is an important hire. In the interim, the city's retained the services of Beggs and Lane. There's a new emergency care facility open in Santa Rosa County. The HCA Florida West Hospital opened the Pea Ridge Emergency Room, a 12,000-square-foot facility on Highway 90 and the Pea Ridge Connector. Hospital officials say that'll be staffed 24-7 with board-certified emergency medicine physicians and nurses. 
And coming off a New Year's Eve where a teen was in the, put in the hospital after being struck by celebratory gunfire, a Palm Beach County lawmaker hoping to get a gun bill passed, Democrat Representative Catherine Waldron filed House Bill 259 ahead of the legislative session, which gets underway next week. Trying to close that loophole by saying just keep your bullets on your property. We're not changing any gun laws. We're just saying people uh, have a right to live on their property and feel safe and secure. And this is a way to, to do that. Waldron says the bill would make it illegal to fire a gun on private property if that bullet leaps leaves the private property. Well, both sides in the abortion debate in Florida are going to have their day in court. It'll be next month. Oral arguments on a proposed constitutional amendment protecting abortion access have been set for February 7th before the Florida Supreme Court. Justices will decide whether to approve the wording of the ballot measure then. The group Floridians Protecting Freedom will also need to submit nearly 900,000 valid petition signatures by February if they want to get on the ballot. It is 835 at News Radio 923, and Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, if you're headed toward Navarre this morning, eastbound on Highway 98, in front of the Circle K, there is a vehicle crash there. It's being cleared by crews at the moment, so just use caution heading out that direction. Uh, otherwise, around town, we're looking great. I 10 and I 110 are at posted speeds. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. You're clear on up to the curve on and on into Pensacola. Uh, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. Uh, Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road, North Blue Angel Parkway, all checking in clear. This traffic report is brought to you by Staples Stores. Staples Stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. If you see something out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to be seeing a nice and chilly day today. Temperatures starting off in the 30s. Highs today in the 50s with mostly sunny skies. As you go overnight tonight, we will have temperatures dropping near 41 degrees. For Friday, we are going to be seeing a 50% chance of rain in the evening. We will have a high near 65 degrees. Showers and thunderstorms continue into the nighttime. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 59 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, it is... 36 degrees in Pensacola, 42 in Gulf Breeze, and 38 in Milton. Your money now this morning. The market's opening up today. The Dow's up 79.15 at 37.509.34. S&P 500 up uh, just under one point at 47.05.72. The Nasdaq, though, down at uh, down 28.39 at 14.563.82. Your 10-year bond rate up slightly this morning at 3.98%. Gold prices up 5.30 at 2,048.10. Silver prices down 9 cents at 23.06. And Bitcoin up uh, 5.69.56 right now at 43.312. The Federal Reserve likely done with rate hikes for now. Members of a key Fed committee predicted rate cuts for next year for this year, but uh, pointed out that there is more uncertainty than usual. Uh, for its next move. SpaceX now accused of firing eight employees for circulating a letter criticizing CEO Elon Musk. The National Labor Relations Board said yesterday uh, that the aerospace company uh, may have been in violation of the law for those firings. And Ford recalling 112,000 pickup trucks over concerns of rollaways. The letter from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration addressed to Ford's assistant director acknowledges the F-150 recall. Uh, 
it is said to affect 2021 to 2023 F-150s with the premium tow package. If you have an affected vehicle, they should mail you something here in the next month. It's 837, our next news at 9 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Attention business and homeowners. Are you tired of that red dirt driveway? Are your customers having to dodge potholes or even worse, avoiding your business? Let Patriotic Paving and Maintenance pave a way to a better business and a better curb appeal. Patriotic is veteran owned and operated and servicing the entire Gulf Coast and offers seal coating, line striping, patching, and full paving both asphalt and concrete for residential and commercial. Get a free quote today or get more information at PatrioticPavingLLC.com. That's Patriotic Paving. Let's get to the points. MasterCard Reward Points from Pinair Credit Union. Open a new account today and you can earn 20,000 free reward points in the first 90 days. Use those points for travel, merchandise, even cash back. And with no hidden fees and no balance transfer fees, Pinair's Reward MasterCard fits you perfectly. Get started online at pinair.org slash credit cards. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Offer available on new accounts only. See website for details. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola. Weekdays from 2 till 4 p.m. on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from 2 till 4 p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. <gasps> Idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, I'm on. Uh, use a use a topic today that was suggested to me by somebody else. Uh, my boss, actually, he said this would be a good one for you to talk about. So we'll, we'll find out. I'm curious. I I'm not sure, but I'm willing to trust him because uh, he generally is really really smart about radio. So the frivolous topic of the day is this: What's that couple that when you look at them, celebrities, you like? How in the world did that match happen? <laughs> Typically, because she is a knockout. And he is Pete Davidson. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much any relationship he's ever been in. That's that's one of my like first examples here is Pete Davidson and blank. Because in every situation, you're like, those women are fabulous looking. That's not the same as being actually fabulous. Um, but fabulous looking. And Pete Davidson is, well not okay he's, he's Just, funny he is yeah funny pete dude. davidson in, ter- in terms of physical beauty pete davidson is very funny um so <laughs> four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty he's got a nice personality um my question for you is what's your what's your unlikely or impossible to make work your your beauty mismatch celebrity couple jake do you have any that uh that come to mind right away for you well you know uh benifer uh ben affleck and jennifer lopez because oh which benifer though i was thinking jennifer garner Oh, which um, either one, either one. Yeah, I mean he's yep. an okay looking guy. Yeah, he's okay, but he's not like the stellar man of the world. Yeah. You know, I just, visually I just speaking. don't get that. You know that draw. I just don't get why they they got back together and they just never look happy. They look miserable all the time. 
Who, him and Jennifer Lopez? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, you know, Jennifer Garner certainly seems to be a, a pretty good mismatch for Ben Affleck. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of funny because I, I don't know, I don't follow all the celebrity couples all that well. So I was kind of looking up some of these. And uh, one that I didn't even know was, uh, and I guess they're not together anymore, but um, Julie Bowen and David Spade. Oh. Which, again, you know, in terms of physical beauty, David Spade is funny. Right. Very, very funny. Right. Um, and so, you know, and apparently that's, that's, uh, that works for some women uh mary madeline and james carville who not only are a miss because she's gorgeous and he is <laughs> well he's james carville okay um but also because they're a complete mismatch politically right she is a conservative and he is a liberal uh but by all accounts they have a fabulous marriage um i, I don't know just there are a lot of examples of this the one that my um uh, my boss recommended is he said uh julia roberts and travis tritt oh are they Julia Roberts and Travis Tritt are together, or they were at some time. I don't know. I, again, this is this is really talking outside of my uh, my knowledge base. Despite our well, conversations for you know so many years with Kate Me and I just don't know all these couples necessarily. Was she with Lyle Lovett though? Maybe it's Lyle Lovett. Lyle Maybe Lovett. that's the one. Yeah. Maybe it's my yeah. mistake. So, and yeah. that's also equally difficult to explain. Uh, fair yes. enough. Uh, back in the day, Sonny and Cher. Somebody mm -hmm. recommends four three seven sixteen twenty. Submit mm -hmm. your beauty mismatch couples, the ones that you just can't explain. Sonny and Cher, sure. And I guess Cher, even though she's like sixteen years older, had a thing for Tom Cruise for a while. Mm. So that's one that kind of comes up on these lists: is Cher and Tom Cruise, even though they never actually got together as a thing. Uh, somebody here says, "Oh, there it is, Lyle Lovett and Julia." Roberts. My, yeah, that's yeah. my fault. Yeah. That's my fault. Y you know why? I, why I transposed Travis Tritt onto this? You'll laugh at me for this. So in my mind, all country musicians are the same person. <laughs> And Lyle Lovett, to me, though he's an actor, sounds like a country name. Yeah, it does. Seriously, every time I have to remember who Lyle Lovett is, I'm like, I know his name sounds like some country star. Oh, Lyle Lovett. There you go. Okay, mm -hmm. fine. Anyway, 437 1620. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, what else do we have? For other uh, beauty mismatch, oh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. That is oh, yes, definitely. hard definitely. to explain in a world of people um you know you had a lot of choices and this is the one you made uh eddie van halen and valerie bernarelli mm. from back in the day yep. right mm -hmm. um that's one where you i mean you know he's got skills but they weren't the visual appeal you know right. kind of things mm -hmm. four three seven sixteen twenty uh mary kate olsen and uh olivier sarkozy mm. if you ever look they that's there you go mm -hmm. um oh this is a good one uh somebody says seal and heidi klum Yes, yes. And now some would say Seal is a gorgeous man in spite of the, like, facial deformities or whatever, but mm -hmm. um, I can see that. And somebody says, oh, and Lyle Lovett is a country singer. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> see, I don't know these things. I, did, I mean, literally, you know, the most knowledgeable country music people in the world are 50 feet away from me in, at Cat Country. I don't know any of it. It's completely <laughs> outside of my, my range. Um, Anna Nicole Smith and J. Howard Marshall. Was he the billionaire, the old guy? Is that? I mm, yeah, barely I so. can yeah. remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, Howard Stern and blank. Anybody, somebody yeah. says. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Understand that. Um, oh, I mean, somebody says former President Trump and Melania. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is an absolute knockout and younger by quite a bit, and he is, you know, he's him. Okay, not to get in. I mean, that brings a whole lot of other baggage in with the conversation, right? But I mean, fair. They are. You can't argue that they're a visual mismatch, right? I mean, you can't argue that. No matter how much you love them, if you do, you can't argue that. 437-1620. There you go. That's your question for the day. Your um, beauty, physical beauty mismatch couples and why. And, uh, oh, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. Oh, Keith Urban's pretty good looking. Yeah, he's a good looking man. I mean, he's not Nicole Kidman, but, you know. He's, he, not he's like shabby. a male Nicole Kidman. He's <laughs> 
That's why they're so perfect for each other. They're both pretty. Oh, this is a totally different subject, but somebody had posted the other day, I saw this thing where they had taken, you know how you have celebrity lookalikes, like two people look very similar and you wonder, are they really the separate person? I always thought that uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, Dane Cook and Mm -hmm. uh, Dak Shepard were all the same person. (laughs) Because they're never in this, and then they were, two of them were at least were in a movie together. Um, So I'm like, oh, well, I guess Mm -hmm. that one got disproven. But somebody took um, a whole bunch of photos of celebrities and did like a mirror, like left side of the face, right side of the face and matched them up together. And they look strangely normal, like Chris Eccleston and Ralph Fine, Katy Perry and Zoe Deschanel, Zoe Deschanel and Alexis Bledel, um, Julia Roberts and Anne Hathaway, Hugh Jackman and Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And you look and you're like, oh, that's so creepy. Yep. Anyway, that's a visual one, so it's hard to do on the radio, but there you go. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fires. It's like for Ryan us. Seacrest and Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> all right, so Highway 98 eastbound into Navarre. Uh, we're, we're still have an accident there in front of the Circle K. Uh, it's being cleared out of the roadway at the moment. I-10 and I-110, though, are at posted speeds. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Avalon is clear through Garcon Point Bridge. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, always you can call and text and let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you're uh, thinking about adding to your house collection, I say it that way kind of as a joke, but, you know, you might have a home that you live in, and then you might already have... A rental or a vacation rental, or maybe you're thinking about getting into that business. Okay. There's a lot to know and there's a lot to think about in terms of your options. In fact, what you might be thinking is I'll just buy a VRBO and the money will fall from heaven like it does. Well, you know, Christina Leavenworth was talking about this uh, last week on the um, pep talk she with Jake and she was saying a lot of people did that. A lot of people got in or got, you know, more into that market and then discovered that that market was not quite as firm as they thought it was and it's cost them money. And she says, one of the things I like to advise people is don't just think about the vacation rental and what could go well, but think about what if that market squishes out on you and you need to go to a like a traditional rental, or is it is it viable as a traditional rental? Because that's the kind of home you really want is a kind of a multi-purpose. You can do different things with it. And see, to me, that's a great question or a great way of looking at this problem that maybe you as an individual thinking about investing or buying or selling might not think of. So to me, that's the value that she brings to the table, among other things, right, is she doesn't just answer your questions but she'll actually help you ask better questions and then get good answers to them so you can make the best decision for your circumstances. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty, 723-9158. This is Pastor Carl Gallups of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church here in Milton. If you're looking for a church family that is truly amazing, let me invite you to come and worship with us this Sunday. Here's what you'll find. A church whose doors are open to all people wishing to worship and serve the Lord. You'll find a church where the exaltation of Jesus and the accurate preaching and teaching of the contextual Word of God is the centerpiece. You'll find a consistently solid, peaceful, and friendly family of multiplied hundreds of people. You'll find dynamic, spirit-filled worship services, youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, men and women's ministries, praise teams, choirs, ensembles, and drama ministries. Plenty of opportunity for Bible study and guidance for your Christian life. In other words, when you and your family get up on Sunday mornings from now on, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. For directions and worship service times, look us up in the phone book or call the church office at 623-8959 or visit us on the web at www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org. And then we'll see you Sunday. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors 
to find a better way to successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. News Radio 923 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 923 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8:30 a.m. and 5:30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio every day, four to seven on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Your Honor, I object. And why is that, Mr. Reed? Because it's devastating to my case. Overruled. Good call. Good morning, 851 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We have some breaking news. It's bad. Uh, let's go to the newsroom. David Wayne is standing by. David, what are we? what's going on right now? Well, thank you, Andrew. We're learning about an active school shooting scene at a high school. This is in Perry, Iowa, this morning. Now, Perry's a suburb about 20 miles or so from Des Moines. Uh, and uh, WHO TV News, they're reporting that uh, multiple ambulances and helicopters have entered and left this school. At this time, there's only unconfirmed reports as far as the the number of victims and that type of thing. Uh, So we're not going to speculate on that at this moment, but uh, this was the school's first day back from their winter holiday break, uh, and then for this to happen today. So uh, just a terrible, tragic scene in Iowa this morning, and we'll be following this throughout the day. We'll let you know as soon as we learn any more about this. Yeah, I just pulled up the Des Moines Register, and they say that uh, police on scene have confirmed that there was a shooter. Streets for several blocks in the vicinity are barricaded. There's a medical helicopter that was seen landing at the school. Which, if that's accurate, that would seem to indicate that the incident is over and now they're in right. know, medical triage mode. Um, city spokesperson Chris Cohea said the elementary school nearby, as is often the case, you have a high school, middle, and an elementary nearby. In this case, at least an elementary is close by, is currently locked down. All students there are being kept in their rooms uh, at the moment, which, you know, I mean, we've seen... We've seen these things all over the country, and we've certainly experienced, um, you know, ver- versions of this here in, obviously, in Florida, major incidents here in Florida, um, and scares about this kind of stuff, um, you know, near schools. And, you know, we had that incident uh, last year uh, over by the uh, the middle school uh, over off of, uh, across from Washington. And then um, I always have trouble, Workman, I always have trouble remembering the name of that school. And, you know, obviously we've had our own shooter incident at the base, so let's be praying for all those people and the families and the scared parents who don't know what's happened to their kids and if anything's happened to their kids and the law enforcement and the EMS and the trauma that they're experiencing dealing with all of that. It's just, I mean, it's it's all around. It's a very, very bad thing. 
Uh, we have a small bit of good news here locally. I saw this yesterday in the Pulse, Pensacola. That's um, I like the you know I like them. They they've renovated that website now, and uh, it's a lot of good news kind of stuff. And one of the things that they promoted yesterday is that you know the brown bagger food truck. Have you had brown bagger, Jake? Oh, you were talking oh, about tops no, earlier, and let's talk about making people hungry for a burger. Brown bagger is really good. Mm, okay, is really good. <laughs> it's really good hamburgers. Anyway, um, they are now opening a second location. They just launched two, uh, three years ago in January of, of uh, 21. They were at the Wisteria for a while, and now they're parked behind the Algo Beer Company over there on 12th Avenue. And um, this is really good. And uh, they've been growing, and now they're going to announce uh, – they announced yesterday on Instagram and Facebook that uh, they're going to have a second location in Milton somewhere. I will tell you, these food trucks – and I had never thought about that, the idea of just play. Because I always thought that what you would do is you would have an idea and you start a food truck and then the food truck works and then you build a restaurant, right? Like that's the progression. I'm seeing more a pattern now that food trucks are an end of, end of themselves, right? Because it's low overhead, relatively low overhead compared to. And if you can partner yourself up with a location, if that location doesn't last long term, you can always move somewhere else. But also the idea that you could start franchising food trucks or expanding food trucks to have a fleet of similar like I mean, it's a whole lot easier to put a second food truck on the on the parking lot in Milton than it is to buy a location and, mm-hmm. you know, all of the stuff that would go into making a physical restaurant. So that's a pattern I hadn't seen before. Have you seen multiple food trucks for the same thing before? The only one I've ever seen is Cousin's Lobster. Okay, where's there are that? multiple trucks all around. There's one that's based Here? in Pensacola. Yep. Oh, so it's a little I'm I know about the food you, trucks. Oh, it's so. amazing. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, good, congratulations, and uh, we always hope for – um, you know, everybody who has a business, I always hope that it does well and it thrives and it duplicates because that's that's good for you, that's good for the customers, and it's certainly good for the employees. Everybody wins. That's capitalism, right? Uh, Jake has got traffic on the fives here at 835, or 855. Jake? All right. Well, uh, Highway 98 eastbound in Navarre still uh, in front of the Circle K gas station there. There's a vehicle crash still being cleared out of the roadway, uh, but not causing any major delay. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Chase Street, Greg- uh, Gregory Street, Garden Street, and Palafox all checking in clear. Looks like no slowdowns on Cervantes and Bayfront Parkways checking in without delays. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. So I've got a story here that is not a bad one. It's just, you know, it just kind of is a story, and I thought it was kind of interesting, so I'll play the news report for you. You know, I'm very thrilled about the project because I think um, what we are about to create is something very special, and we're in 2024 now, and I think uh, it's about time that we had a woman uh, come forward uh, to shape the story in a galaxy far, far away. First time that a director for uh, Star Wars movies has been named, and it's a female. So the first female, the woman's name is, uh, she's she's Pakistani-born, but she's Canadian now. I'm going to probably butcher the name, but it's uh, Obeid Shinoy is the last name. Charmin is her first name. And uh, she's the first woman, the first person of color, they're saying, Pakistani-born, to direct a Star Wars film, reportedly to come out in the year 2084. No, (laughs) it's 2026, so it's a long ways away. Um, But, yeah, and, you know, I still kind of, raise the question which is what makes it different to have a woman direct a film as opposed to have a man direct a film it just seems to me like what you want is great directing uh she says uh, it's been quite a day in london this is a uh, uh instagram post the news is out i'm so very excited to be directing the next star wars movie and bringing daisy ridley back to the galaxy that's good i've always been attracted to the hero's journey and the world definitely needs more heroes 
She says, the blueprints of the heroes we see on screen are rooted in reality. I spent my life meeting real-life heroes who have overcome the most oppressive empires and battled impossible odds, and that to me is the heart of Star Wars, which is why I was attracted to the promise of a new Jedi Order and why I'm particularly excited about being immersed inside a Jedi Academy with a powerful Jedi Master, hashtag Star Wars. Um, I have, I mean, it might sound this way. I certainly have no issue. I just don't always grasp why these markers seem so significant to people because if I show you a movie and I don't tell you who directed it there might be some times where you think that was probably directed by a man or sometimes we think that was probably directed by a woman but I think a lot of time you just don't know and so the idea that they bring a woman's perspective or that they are going to direct it in a more female way is kind of like well what is that exactly why does it matter you know First female person of color to direct a Star Wars film. Okay, but is she left-handed? I mean, you know, like what other things are relevant from a sort of facts and features about this person that make me care? I just want to know if the movie's good. That's the real thing. And again, I think it's kind of hard to tell who directed a lot of times, and that's fine. That's the point. It doesn't really matter. Men make good and bad movies. Women make good and bad movies. And certainly, you know, Hollywood has not been particularly open to women as much over the years and it's got all kinds of toxic male culture issues which are worth talking about but generally speaking and so <laughs> that's kind of my reaction 859 here on news radio 923 time for future news that's when we talk about things that haven't happened yet and we tell you what we think is going to happen okay mayor heather Lindsay, three mm-hmm. more years on her term repeatedly at the center of all kinds of drama and the star of days of our milton mm-hmm. does she fill out her full three-year term no way Ooh, that you see your confidence in that makes me question. I would say, uh, yes. I'm gonna say yes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'll be bold. I mean, she, she's gonna stick it out because she has not yet seen how she might be the problem, and so I don't think she. You're ever listening to, to see that. News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze Milton Pensacola. 